As I continue to talk about the God of multiplication, I want to introduce you to a chapter, to a story in the book of John chapter 6, verse 1. As I talk about this God of multiplication, I want you to understand he will surely multiply you. He will multiply your resources, whether they are financial resources, material resources, or even physical resources. Or mental resources our God is a God of multiplication and I will spend this time few minutes that I have with you to bring it home to your understanding that we serve a God of multiplication the Bible says in the book of John chapter 6 and verse 1 after these things Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee which is the Sea of Tiberias then a great multitude followed him because they saw the signs which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up to the mountain and there he sat down with his disciples. Verse 4. Now the Passover of the uh, a feast of the Jews was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming towards him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that this may eat? But, he, but this he said, he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, bless God for brother Andrew, our brother Andy. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves. And two small fish. But what are they among so many? Verse 10, I love it. Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in that place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. The Bible continues to say, And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to the disciples, gather up, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Verse 13. Therefore, they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by, this, by those who had eaten. Verse 14 and the last one. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, they said, this is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Allow me to talk to you on the God we serve being the God of multiplication. In the previous session, I talked about the God of multiplication through transformation. How God multiplies us by transforming our lives, transforming our businesses, transforming our marriages, transforming our financial lives, transforming our communities and our nations and making us what we never imagined we could be. But allow me in this second part I talk about, I talk to you about God who multiplies resources. Jesus is on the leg of Galilee, the Sea of Galilee, which is, which is the, the Sea of Tiberias. The Bible says, a great number of people came to hear him. They followed him into the lake and they listened to his message. 
they listened to him teach. Because Jesus, everywhere he went, he taught the people the word of God. He preached the gospel of the kingdom and healed all manner of diseases and sicknesses among the people. But in this case, Jesus wanted to introduce himself as the God of multiplications. This is the best text of scripture I can think of using as I talk about the God of multiplication. Time has gone. People are angry. They need food. And Jesus looks at his disciples and he asks them a question. Where shall we get food for this man, for this people to eat? And some of them, a brother called Philip, very close to Christ, answers back without thinking and said, Jesus, 200 denarius worth of bread. Even if we had money, even if we have money to buy bread, there is no possibility of feeding these people. It's a no plus situation. It's a question that you should not even raise. It should not even arise because there is nothing that can be done. In other words, he's telling Jesus the situation is impossible. The situation cannot be changed. Nothing can be done. And as I speak about this, I know there are people who feel like there is nothing that can be done to their situation. You have tried everything you know. You have done everything you know. You have gone, you have talked to everybody you know. You have called everybody you know. You have SMSed everybody you know. You have emailed every authority you know. You have conducted every person you can conduct. You've gone to every hospital you know about, you know about. You have tried every business venture that comes to your mind. And right now you have given up and you are seated down because there's nothing that can be done. I'm here to tell you there is a lot that can be done and that will be done by the God of multiplication. As Simon puts a dark cloud over the request that Jesus had, as Philip paints impossibility, and as and says there's nothing that can be done. My brother Andrew, thank God for brothers like Andrew. As he moved around, he noticed that there was a little boy who had five barley loaves and two small fish. I don't know whether they were the omenas of our times. Or there were what kind of fish, but the Bible says there were two small fish. Ha! And Andrew says, Jesus, before you take Philip's words seriously, that there is nothing that can be done. <laughs> I want you to know in our midst, in this big crusade, in this big meeting, <laughs> there is something though small. There's a little boy with five barley loaves and two small fish. Ha! <laughs> There is hope. Though we are very, we are so many, and there is only five barley loaves and two small fish. At least I thought, Andrew says, I thought, Jesus, you needed to know. At least there is somebody who has something little here in our midst. What does the Bible say? At the mentioning of that, 
When Andrew told Jesus, there is a boy in this crusade who has five barley loaves and two small fish. You know what Jesus did? Jesus said, make the people sit down. Wow. Make the people sit down. At the identification, at the mentioning of five barley loaves and two small fish, Jesus had a beginning point. Jesus had something to work with. One of the problems I have with today's Christians is because they don't want to give God something to work with. We don't want to give God something to work with. We don't want to give God something to work with. We want him to come into our situation from zero and become everything, provide everything. We don't want to give him something to work with. The five barley loaves and the two small fish was a beginning point, was a place for Jesus to begin from. And even you that has given up, and even you that has said there is nothing that can be done, I sure know that you have your five barley loaves and your two small fish. You have a degree that is in your box, you, in your suitcase. You have a certificate. There is something you can do. You have, a five, you have a quarter acre farm that you can grow something, that you can grow kale or skumawiki. You have something that you can do. There is something you can do. There is something you can wake up and show Jesus. The woman... In 2 Kings chapter 4, the widow who has, whose sons were to be auctioned in the auction market. The letter was issued. The notices were put on the, on the walls that her sons will be auctioned. She heard of the presence of the prophet of God, Elijah, that he was in the area. And she went to see him. And she went and says, my husband was a servant of God. My husband was a preacher. My husband was a prophet. But he died and he left us with debts. And my creditors, I have given my creditors everything that I can give. We have sold everything we can sell. There is nothing more to sell. And now they are coming for my two sons to auction them. Elisha asked that woman a very simple question that I will ask you today. What do you have? in the house. I want you to know that is the house she had left when it was empty according to her. There was nothing according to her. Nothing could be done from that home. Yet the prophet of God takes her, takes, turns her attention back to our, the same house which was filled with nothingness, emptiness, desperation and despair, discouragement. Everything that has DIS on it. Disappointment discouragement, despair. Everything that you can fit a D-I-S as a prefix was in that home. Darkness was in that home. Restlessness was in that home. Mourning was in that home. And the prophet of God turns our attention back into that same home and has that very simple question, what do you have in the house? And I want you to know as I preach on the God of multiplication, you surely, like that woman, have something that can be your beginning point to your turning point. It can become a beginning point. She said, I have a bottle of oil. And Elijah sends her back to the same house and tells her, Go and borrow empty vessels. Go borrow empty vessels. 
and don't borrow a field. Why? Elijah was about to connect this woman to the God of multiplication. Elisha was about to introduce, the, to the, to introduce this woman to the God of multiplication. The God who picks up the little that we have and makes it that which we never thought we had. God who picks up, who picks us the least that we have, the smallest that we have, who picks us from those backgrounds in the villages where even our family is not known. We are not known in our community. The community does not know us for anything. They can refer and exhorts us and puts us at an elevated position and makes us leaders of leaders and presidents, prime ministers, business gurus, CEOs, and big-time leaders or managers or managing directors of corporations. We turn and affect our generation from very small, humble beginnings. I want you to know that woman was told not to borrow a few. And when she was told to close the house, the door, and start pouring from that one bottle, the God of multiplication worked with what she had. The God of multiplication worked with the little she had and gave her the multiplied oil. She could supply oil to whoever wanted her cooking oil. She had more than enough. She had enough to sell and to live on. Because she was connected to the God of multiplication. The problem is we mock ourselves. We allow people to, who mock us, who tell us we, will be, we can never be nothing. We can never become anything. We can never amount to anything. We listen to them and we confuse them to be the voice of God. They are and they will never be the voice of God.